what's going on everyone jt sports here got my guy tanner pfeiffer on nfl insider here to give us his insight and his thoughts on lamar jackson recently revealing that he wants out of baltimore what's going on man hey what's going on tanner pfeiffer here thank you so much for having me on the show uh really appreciate it and hopefully we can uh, do this more in the future um, yeah, Lamar Jackson, trending topic right now. It's a big topic. One of the best players in the NFL uh, recently tweeted out that on March 2nd, he requested a trade out of Baltimore. So big, big deal. And it's like when you think about this situation with Lamar Jackson, I look at his tweet and it doesn't seem like he wants to leave Baltimore because he just hates them. He just has to get out. It seems more like he asked for a trade because he wants to go to a team that's going to pay him the contract that he's asking for. Similar to last offseason when Debo Samuel asked for a trade because him and the 49ers were having issues with coming to terms on a new deal, which the deal eventually ended up panning out in Debo's favor, and he ended up not getting traded at all. So do you think – it's a similar kind of situation with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, or do you feel like there's really a large possibility that we have seen the last of Lamar and Baltimore? There's definitely two ways to look at this. I mean, if you look at this like, like factually, everything that's been leading up to this, and then Lamar tweeting today, that in regards to my future plans, as of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization. I mean, just looking at everything, dude, it, it doesn't look like he's ever going to play in Baltimore again. But this is the NFL. This is social media. This is the other way to look at this. This could all just be smoke. You know, he wants Baltimore to offer him the deal he wants. This is all stuff that's leading up to more negotiations. Uh you know, Baltimore placed that non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, meaning that another team right now could offer him a deal and the Ravens have a chance to match that deal. And if they don't, then, you know, that's <laughs> if they don't match it, they get two first round picks in return. And I don't know, it, like like you said, it doesn't sound like Lamar's ever just said, I hate it here. I want out. I can't stand playing here. He loves Baltimore. Um, and obviously, Baltimore loves Lamar. He's just wanting the money that he, he believes he's worth. So, like I said, two ways to look at this. If you look at it factually, everything that's been leading up to this, you're like, man, this guy's not coming back. Or you could be like, this is just the NFL business side of it. And I was looking at a tweet by Ian Rappaport. He says that while the... While the Lamar Jackson trade request has been in, sources say he was actively negotiating with the Ravens as recently as last week. So I don't think yeah. the Ravens want Lamar Jackson to just leave because Ooh. like if they truly were ready to move on from Lamar Jackson and they were done with this whole entire situation, I'm pretty sure they would have been giving Lamar Jackson permission to seek a trade similar to when the Derek Carr Las Vegas Raiders breakup occurred. Right. The Las Vegas Raiders gave Derek Carr permission to seek trade or speak with other teams. And then eventually when he was like, you know what, I don't want to be traded, he gets released and then he ends up signing with the Saints. So it's like with this Lamar situation, I really feel like there's a strong chance that he comes back to Baltimore. But if he does want out of Baltimore, 
What are some teams that you think are most definitely going to be in the running for his services? Um, I definitely think the Falcons, the Colts, and uh, Commanders right now. Those are the top three teams that I would put my money on. That's if he actually wants out. That's if he gets traded. That's if he's uh, given a, you know, an offer on that non-tender or non-whatever, you know, the franchise tag. Um, and and today, though, at the, the owner's meeting, John Harbaugh was up there, and this was like two minutes after this tweet. He was up there saying, uh, you know, we believe Lamar is our quarterback for 2023. We're behind Lamar. We want Lamar back. There's uh, still negotiating room to be had. There's still ground to cover. Stuff like that. He was saying all these positive things like he knows Lamar's coming back. He's not afraid of him leaving. Now, that could just be a bunch of BS, dude. But if Lamar is going to be traded, dude, look for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, look for the Falcons. Uh, right now, though, I'm going to put my money on the Colts, not only because they have not ruled out the search. Like, I think it was last week or the week before they were asked about Lamar Jackson specifically. They were noncommittal to any quarterback. And then yesterday morning, or is it this morning, they said they're not committing to Gardner Minshew. Or wait, is he there? Yeah. Yeah, with Colts, right. With uh, Shane, is it? I, I mispronounced his name, Steichen, Steichen. Yeah, you got uh, it. Yeah, so... He's got that connection there, but they're non-committal to a quarterback right now. Released Matt Ryan, obviously targeting a quarterback in the draft. All options are open at quarterback position in Indianapolis. Lamar played at Louisville, not too far, you know, not too far distance, I guess. But if and if you look at the Atlanta Falcons side of this, they were willing to go all in for a quarterback last year. Everyone thought they had Deshaun Watson, and then uh, and then Cleveland came back in and swooped him out. After they said they were out, uh, we really thought that John Watson was going to be a Falcon. And that was just a year ago. What changes in one year where they won't try to go all in again? Because um, Desmond Ritter, I mean, he hasn't proven anything. Not only he hasn't had the opportunity to be a starter for a whole season or anything, but like he wasn't a first round pick. He wasn't this crazy prospect everyone is freaking out about. No one's going to cry. If Lamar Jackson comes in and Desmond Ritter doesn't get to play, no one's going to cry over that. Um, those are my top two options. I think the commanders would still be one of those options, but uh, those are my thoughts. And the Atlanta Falcons are really interesting because you, it seems like Falcons fans <clears throat> are kind of split on the possibility of trading for Lamar. I want to say it's completely 50, 50, but it seems more like 60, 40, 55, 45, because you have a good amount of Falcons fans who say, we need to get Lamar Jackson. He immediately will make us a better team. And then you'll have the other side of the Falcons fan base who says, yeah, Lamar Jackson is a talented quarterback and whatnot, but it wouldn't make no sense for us to trade for him since we still have so many holes. What would be your thoughts on that? I my thoughts – okay, here are my thoughts exactly. If you're an NFL team that just has an average quarterback, I'm not going to put any names out there, but if you're an NFL team that you know one of your issues is the quarterback position, your team is automatically going to be better with Lamar Jackson. Okay? You may be 56% success rate in a game 
you put Lamar Jackson, you just switch him out with whatever quarterback you've got, that success rate will probably rise to 60, 62%, 64%, maybe higher. Okay. It would still be a fix. It may not fix the whole team, but dude, that could add a couple wins onto the uh the schedule for sure. Um now I don't think Lamar is the best quarterback in the league. I I do think he's extremely talented. I think he perhaps could even be considered underrated just because he's been bashed on so much as like, oh, he's just a running back. He's an underrated passer, dude. He can pass the ball. Obviously, he can. He wouldn't be in the NFL if he couldn't. Okay. I I think. I mean, I, I forgot your question at this point, dude. I just go on rants. Like, I just think that he can make that team better, uh, especially a team like the Falcons. Uh, but you do have Arthur Smith there. You got to think about this. He is a run first guy. Um, he's not going to be this aerial attack, you know, kill you through the air kind of guy, even though that may be what they need. Um, you got really, though, receiving wise, you got Drake London. That's kind of it right there. So you got to look at that side, too. We have NFL Insider on Tanner Pfeiffer. Once again, make sure that you guys go ahead and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Let the people know where they can find you at and what you have planned moving forward with the draft just around the corner. I appreciate the shout out. Yeah, guys, my name is Tanner Pfeiffer, uh, and I do apologize for my voice. I've been sick, so I sound stuffy like I'm underwater. But Tanner Pfeiffer, NFL on Twitter. Uh, I'm friends with several reporters around the league, talk to some on the phone you know, every day. So, I mean, there's just some things... I do get told some things I don't say. Uh, so I feel like I, I've gained a couple <laughs> slashes of credibility here and there. Uh, so Tanner Pfeiffer NFL on Twitter, Pfeiffer Football on Instagram. 60,000 followers just hit that earlier this week. So I appreciate everyone who follows me. And thank you to JT for having me on. Um, yeah, I, and I talked to some people here and there. I want to say somebody messaged me just now. He doesn't want to play in Baltimore. And another reason I think is the Ravens could use the Colts pick to get a quarterback, especially if they trade. Yeah, I mean, these there's so many options right now. I mean, you just never know. And the commanders are really interesting because yeah, they need a quarterback, but they're about to sell the team. So how is that yep. going to impact a potential Lamar Jackson deal? It's like I'm pretty sure like Dan Snyder is like, you know, fuck y'all. Like I'm about to sell the team. I'm not about to pay anybody. You feel me? Yeah, he so doesn't care. Like, so he, yeah, so it's like, how would that happen? Um Ron Rivera is in charge there. I think that everyone administratively has his respect. Like, or they respect Rivera. They know he knows what he's doing. And I can't recall exactly, but did Ron Rivera say he was not interested in trading for in trading for Lamar Jackson like a while back? And mm -hmm. I know they lost Heineke to the Falcons. Uh, so who do they have at quarterback right now, actually? Sam Howell. Sam Howell, that's right. Yeah, so they're not solid at, at, at quarterback, dude. No matter what he says, um, and if they do get a new owner, this guy could come in and be like, hey, I own this team now. Like, I want to turn this around. I want a different culture. I want this. I want this. I want this. And this starts at quarterback. Mr. Rivera, what can you do? You know, like he can change everything. So it just depends who buys it, what culture he wants. 
and uh, who he wants at quarterback. But I would definitely not count the commanders out. I mean, dude, they got Sam Howell as, as good as I think he could be. He's not Lamar Jackson. Exactly. And you know, Ron Rivera, his job security kind of is in question. A lot of people think that Eric Bieniemy may just be the next head coach in waiting. The commanders could potentially have new ownership. Ron Rivera wasn't the guy that they hired. And although I don't think Ron Rivera has done a bad job, 2020, they ended up winning the division. They had a pretty competitive wild card game against the Buccaneers. But after that, it was kind of a disappointing yeah. season this past year. But it's like they were a quarterback away from making it to the postseason, in my opinion. But it's like, if you're Ron Rivera, why, mm. when you have Lamar Jackson out there and you know your job security is kind of in question, why not roll the dice and go with Lamar Jackson? I don't really think you have too much to lose in that situation. You know the kind of player that Lamar Jackson is. You know that you're going to get yep. high-level quarterback play. It's just a matter of the fact that Lamar Jackson has dealt with injuries the past couple of years. Can you trust him to stay healthy? Well, like you said, it's a roll of the dice. It's a gamble. I think if he does get on the hot seat, you really got to take that risk. You also got to think... The commanders right now signed Jacoby Brissett as well at quarterback. The king of a one-year deal. Uh, I loved him in Indianapolis. He was, you know, a decently good starting quarterback. Loved him in New England. Um, it's crazy to think that New England once upon a time had three starting quarterbacks on their roster. You know, Garoppolo, Brady, and Jacoby Brissett. All three of them. It's just crazy. But, he was pretty good for Cleveland this past year. Well, I won't he say was. he was great, but he was solid. He was, and the dude is a leader, but I think he's on a one-year deal right now. You got to look at who you have right now at receiver. Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. Uh, I think you still have Curtis Samuel there. You have Antonio Gibson at running back. You got a good defense. They just got to pull it together. Their defense was really good a couple of years ago, have kind of slacked off the last, I think, year or two, but they could still be very, very good. Um and I think they've fired their offensive coordinator and got a new one. I would have to look to see who it is. But they still have a lot of talent. Um, Diami Brown is still there at, as well at receiver. Um, Cam Curl on defense, Arkansas boy right there. Jonathan Williams at running back, another Arkansas boy. Got to rep them. But they have they could just be a quarterback away, you know? With a guy like Lamar Jackson, bro, that locker room presence – he could really change everything. I, I think it. I think it's a risk, but you got to take a risk. If I, if I'm the Commanders, I got to offer him a deal, or I got to try to trade for him. Let me ask you about some dark horse teams that could probably be in the bidding for Lamar Jackson. Tennessee Malik Willis was really underwhelming hmm. in his rookie season. You have the fact that they do have a pretty high draft pick. They, according to some reports, are doing a lot of due diligence on some of the top draft prospects. Arizona came out and said that they want to be opposed to trading down from the third overall selection. Tennessee possibly could be one of those teams who could swoop up and grab that third overall selection. Could they possibly be a team to watch out for in this Lamar Jackson sweepstakes? So, uh, Dark horse teams, dude, are really fun to talk about. You got to look at teams who are just a quarterback away. Now, we did talk about just a, a few, but we've also covered teams who said they're not interested. 
or they are still playing options at quarterback or have a high draft pick right now. Dark horse teams would include teams that mm, unexpected, you know, it'd be kind of unexpected. Uh, now there was this thing that came out like an hour ago, two hours ago saying Meek Mill texted Robert Kraft, owner of the Patriots uh, or GM. I forget whatever that, Lamar Jackson told Meek Mill he wants to play for New England. Who knows? This could just be another BS thing. So send Mac Jones, Matthew Judon back. Send him back to Baltimore. He's played there once. He might be happy there again. Who knows? Because he's an interesting, you know, piece there. They might ask for high compensation in a trade. So Mac Jones, starting caliber-ish quarterback. Um, Lamar Jackson to New England. You get back a couple pieces to help a, a defense. You know, you lost safety Chuck Clark. I think they just signed somebody, but, you know, Chuck Clark was a heck of a player. They're losing pieces left and right on, at Baltimore. And they're all kind of waiting for this Lamar situation. Imagine him in New England, dude. Bill Belichick, like QB whisperer, okay? Like, yeah, he didn't, hasn't produced, or uh, Mac Jones isn't Tom Brady yet. But come on, like, give it some time. But, Let's look at who they had calling plays last year and Matt Patricia. That's not going to happen this year. You know, imagine Belichick with Lamar Jackson, some of the weapons they have there. Their defense is always more than solid. They do pretty well. Something could be great there. Um, another dark horse team, like really dark horse team for me would be. Now, this is extremely unlikely. Dark horse teams would be Miami, Detroit. Okay, Jared Goff was more than acceptable last year. Okay, but he's a pocket passer only; he doesn't provide a dual threat. Um, Jared Goff, trade him to Baltimore, pocket passer, run first offense. I mean, I could see Harbaugh liking that. I mean, kind of like a Flacco deal. Um, you got a new OC in there, top monk in. Yeah, exactly, and that, so. That would not be that bad. I, uh, Detroit would definitely be a favorite to win the NFC North, if they're not already. Um, Miami, they have all the weapons. They say they've committed to Tua. They picked up his fifth-year option. But you've got Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill. You did lose Mike Gesicki, but you know they're going to sign somebody else. I think they have, but no big name. They're going to draft a tight end, I'm sure. They're a quarterback away, too. Now, I'm not hating on Tua, but I am questioning the health at the moment. Uh, he was in concussion protocol for like a total of 40-something days or 30-something days. Like, that's not good. Um, or send Tua back in a deal somewhere. Like, there's just a lot of options for a dark horse team, dude. Yeah, for me, if we're throwing out dark horses, I probably would want to say the 49ers, even though they probably wouldn't have the draft capital to do it, but just because it's Ooh. dark horses. Lamar with the 49ers, if they didn't have to give up a key player or anything like that, would yeah. do some dangerous things with Kyle Shanahan. Even though I don't think Kyle Shanahan is the best when it comes to mobile quarterback, but I think a guy like Lamar Jackson could work in his offense. Lamar Jackson has operated a West Coast-style offense in the past. He does have the ability to operate pretty well in a short, intermediate passing game. Really, it comes down to his ability to – read defense pre-snap and I think that he's also pretty solid in that department as well but 
once again, one last time, we have our guy, NFL Insider Tanner Pfeiffer on. Let the people know where they can find your channel at and where they can follow you at on social media. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, guys, Tanner Pfeiffer NFL on Twitter and Pfeiffer Football on Instagram. Here on YouTube, I changed my username back to uh, NFL Broadcaster, but you guys can just search Pfeiffer Football or Tanner Pfeiffer. I will pop up on YouTube. So uh, appreciate the plug right there. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode of the JT Sports Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you leave us with a like, subscribe to the channel, rate the JT Sports Podcast five stars. Every single video and full episode of the podcast that's uploaded on the YouTube channel is available in audio format on all podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can find the JT Sports Podcast. And once again, thank you for coming on, Tanner. And I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode of the JT Sports Podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much.